You're listening to Hey guys, welcome back to First of All, a real unfiltered conversation on career, relationships, family, and all things modern culture. My name is Mindy Chang. I'm your host. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. And if you're coming back, I love you. Thanks for coming back and tuning in. This week is a solo episode. I'm happy to have you here in my virtual living room. And if you look around, it is beautifully decorated with fall decor. And the smells coming are the turkey that I'm basting because I'm all about Thanksgiving, y'all. As much as the the holiday is a bit problematic, it's definitely not something to celebrate. But I think what we have, you know, in a good way, modernized and made it about family and breaking bread and being grateful. I'm all about that. So this is my solo episode and reflection episode on some of the highs and lows of this year and to reflect on that which I am grateful for. And I totally thought that I would be a strategic millennial and uh, bank off of the hit song by Ariana Grande. Thank you. Next. First of all, if you haven't heard the song, it's fire. I don't love all of Ariana's stuff, but I think... Um, Girls got pipes, okay? Um, I wish she would enunciate a little bit better, but I love her. I love her music, and um, sometimes it's super annoyingly catchy, but this one, absolutely adore. I'm such a fan, and if you haven't heard it, you probably will someday soon because it's going to be playing everywhere. Already has been. The premise of the song is Thank You Next, which is talking about her past relationships and everything that she learned from them, especially about loving herself. So I thought I'd... It's just such a cute title, perfect for the for the you know the season, for the holiday, and what I wanted to kind of use as a framework to reflect on the things that I am thankful for because they are many. So, thanks for tuning into this episode. I'm going to get into love, patience, and pain. I want a side note. Really wondered when she wrote that song because she mentions Pete Davidson in it, but. They done broke up and are not engaged anymore, but still works, especially because he's in the X song. So anyway, was this all planned? Was this all a ruse? I don't know. In any case, um, I just want to start off by saying that the gratitude part of my life has, I feel, grown exponentially. This year has completely like whooped my butt no joke and that's being very low-key about it um i'm really grateful to first of all again first of all to have this podcast because i get to reflect i have an anthology of a lot of the experiences i went through this year so it's really cool to have that and just reminds me of how much has changed and a lot of the things that i went through so to go on theme with this thank you next episode I wanted to start with love because this year has certainly been an eventful year for me in love. And I mean that in so many different ways, but I'll start with the most obvious, which is my relationship. So I want to start with a thank you to Kenji. He is um, my first committed relationship 
that's lasted over like a month, but uh, my first relationship in about four years. So that's been a really interesting process to learn how to be in one again. And it certainly has not been easy. But um, yeah, for anyone who's tuned in before, I went through about four years of being single and being you know, on my own, freewheeling, doing the all the dating apps and um, being alone, which was really hard for me. I'm a total serial monogamist and a hopeless romantic. And um, yeah, it was a very important time, I think, for me to learn who I am and how to be a grown woman. And now I feel like this is a different version of myself learning how to be a partner and how to be my authentic self being honest, sometimes brutally honest, about what I need and what I want and what I am not okay with, and then learning how to learn, learning how to learn, <laughs> learning how to have someone love me and receive love and reciprocate that, respect the other person, respect myself. And that's a really, really difficult thing. Um, I have like a whole new set of podcasts that I want to do just about commitment and relationships in terms of how hard that is because you know I, every generation goes through waves and i think we're entering this place of truly looking at love through a different lens especially with the wave of hookup culture and with dating apps and all of that and different approaches to marriage and what that means um yeah it's been really eye opening so i thank kenji for being so generous and being so kind and patient with me because i'm not an easy person I can be wonderful. I think I have a lot of good traits, but when you love somebody, you have to learn how to accept all of them, good and bad. And I got a lot of bad. Um, got a lot of good too, but a lot of bad. I'm pretty impatient. I got a lot of anger that I'm healing. And um, I'm a very type A extroverted social person. That can be hard to deal with. But in any case, Kenji's been wonderful and generous and kind and led by example to show me what love can be and to give me things that I didn't know that I needed and to give me things that I didn't know I wanted. And I'm just very grateful for that because sometimes I don't know if I deserve it. I don't fully believe it. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. I think a lot of people don't believe that they're worth loving and that's scary and I'm right there with you but I'm learning I'm learning I'm learning so thank you to Kenji thank you to my family um they are love and love because they are so freaking challenging but we've gone through so much and we've overcome so much and we still really love each other and we show up for each other so thank you to my brothers for being two of the best men that I know and um, as hardcore of a feminist as I am, you know, I'll protect and I'll fight for women till I die. Uh, but I also love good men. And I'm very lucky to have good men in my life. And I'm good. I'm lucky to have brothers that are also my friends. And um, they've they both grown so much. One's older, one's younger. One's my baby that I raised. Um, but I've seen a lot of their struggles and what it takes to be a man in today's age. And it's a lot. I don't think... There's a lot of um, unfairness and ridiculous, outdated expectations and standards. And, you know, 
they fight the good fight. They live and lead by example and work on themselves and grow and reflect. They talk with me. They're open with me. They listen to me. They give me their thoughts and advice. And um, I'm very fortunate. So thank you to them. And thank you to my parents. I'm so thankful for my parents because this has been uh, the one of the constant conversation points that I have with a lot of different people, whether that was through collaboration, working with artists, working in Hollywood, working in the industry and just friends and family parents are an eternal it can be an eternal struggle it's internal journey an internal process to grow alongside these people that raised you and that you look to to be the example whether you liked it or not they're kind of like the default you know exhibit a of how life is supposed to be led and it's a really challenging thing to reconcile a relationship with your parents some people are very fortunate they have great relationships a lot of people have a lot of struggles because we're all human and as I'm entering this particular phase of my life where my friends are all becoming parents it's really insane to see and kind of marvel at what love and selflessness it requires and how much energy it takes out of a person to live and breathe and work and feed and nurture another human being, not only to let them survive, but the, to become a good person, right? To become a functioning, intelligent person of integrity that gives back to society. You know, um, that's a really, it's a really tough job. So understanding that has made me more empathetic and more appreciative of my parents and then I think that they've just grown so much they're two humans and they're living their independent lives and learning a lot about themselves and each other my dad has changed so much and I'm so grateful because we have a relationship now that I didn't think we ever could have back when I was younger even honestly a handful of years ago I didn't think that we could be as chill and open as we are now um, it's opened my eyes to see that everybody changes. So for anybody out there who's dealing with a difficult parent or different relationship with a family member, people change, you know? Sometimes you just gotta, it takes a lot of love and love takes a lot of different forms to withstand those challenges and like still invest in that person and that relationship. I think with parents, it's a very tricky thing because sometimes, you know, and no judgment. Like I think everybody chooses how they want to live their lives. And sometimes just really disconnecting from somebody who's very toxic is super important. And that's the right thing for you to do. But if it's something that matters to you, and even if it's not something that's physically possible, like you can't sit down and have a conversation, or maybe you'll never speak to that person again. And if that person's a parent, it's hard to deny how much that figure impacts our lives. So whether that is to reconcile that just within yourself and to forgive and love you know for i think appreciation and and forgiveness are two key elements of love so you know it's a time this is the time of the year where family kind of takes the front and center stage and i think it's important for us for our own benefit it's not even like so that you need to be benevolent to everybody else albeit that'd be great if we could be kind and benevolent to other people because we receive that too we we receive people's kindness and benevolence all the time and maybe just take it for granted don't know but to practice it it's hard 
but for your own peace of mind and for you to function better as a person and have clarity and, and integrity um, to forgive and to appreciate what people did their best with their capabilities. So shout out to my parents. I love them. And I'm so grateful my dad's finally on board with my career. Again, another thing I didn't think could happen. Um, my mom came on board way faster. I'm very grateful for that. But now my dad's like, you know, giving me tips on comedy and he's asking me how my script is coming. He doesn't really care that much about auditions. He cares about the money, but uh, it's really just sweet and funny and just bizarre because homeboy's grown a lot, but I love him. And thank you to friends who've helped me through so much drama <laughs> and so much uh, of my different crises this year. And I also have to include new friends because this audience and my Patreon patients, especially a huge shout out to them, um, have shown me so much love because just the fact that people tune in and find value and take time out of their day to like email me or DM me or especially like contribute to my Patreon. It's been really humbling and given me a lot of um, encouragement and purpose that that. It's proof, like, you know, stories do matter, voices do matter, and it's given me a lot of drive and excitement to, like, keep growing this, to bring in other voices and raise other issues. I actually reached out to someone really incredible today on Instagram, and I got a response, so I'm really excited about sharing her story. She will be forthcoming once I get that scheduled. But, um, yeah, that appreciation from all of you guys out there listening has given me a lot of fire and fuel to keep growing. Yeah, and, and share more stories, not just my own, but other people, because I'm fascinated and so excited. Um, there's a lot to do, so thank you for all the love. Thank you, thank you. Um, and thank you, Ariana, for, again, giving me this structure for this podcast. Okay, now we're going to move on to patience. Patience, I think, was such a big theme this year. Um, patience, I think, mainly goes thank you to my change—is it to myself or to everybody involved in my— my new career. I left my job. Um, not just my job is like my identity in running collaboration. I lived and breathed collaboration for nine years and I was a global executive director for the last five years. And it gave me so much life. It gave me so many opportunities. It gave me some of the best friends in the freaking world. Um, it gave me purpose and it gave me direction because it honestly, I'm like, the reason why I'm podcasting, acting, writing, all that is credited back to the people and the connections and the platform that I had through my work at Collaboration. But leaving that behind and entering this world of being a freelancer, being an entrepreneur, basically being my own company, um, having to put myself out there, get reps. I got a manager, you guys. I haven't really shared that on social media, but I have a manager and a really great company that's backing me and putting me out there. Um it's taught me so much about patience. That's the main word that honestly comes out in this whole, all these shenanigans that I've got on this year. Um, I went through ridiculous anxiety because I've had panic attacks before when I was younger, but this was straight up like prolonged, ongoing, intense anxiety. I had never experienced that before. I had never dealt with having to regroup all the time and deal with not being able to sleep and 
having like hormonal imbalances, breaking out all over my face, um, having anxiety about going on camera. Like it's hard to get up and perform and record witty podcasts or to be vulnerable on stage or on camera when you feel like complete and utter garbage and you're just freaked out about where the next paycheck's coming or where, like, is this all worth it? And I had never experienced that much just chaos, I guess, mental, emotional chaos. And it resulted in a lot of other things. I mean, ripple effects into life. I fought with Kenji a lot. Um, was just not right with myself. I isolated myself from a lot of people. I was, it's just not a good time. But at the same time, I think that because that experience, you know, there were a lot of highs in between all of that. And that was what was baffling to me. I was like, wow, I'm still functioning. I'm still finding a way to move forward. I'm still showing up for work. It helped me reprioritize my time and my values and my habits. And so I think it just taught me truly to be patient with myself and with the process. Because when you're discovering your path and building a career, nothing happens overnight. Everything is a step-by-step process. And that goes for everything. Like, a relationship, you know, romantic or family or otherwise, things do not just turn on a dime. It all takes foundational pieces to be built. So I just needed to learn how to go with the flow a little bit and how to trust myself and how to trust the universe and how to trust God and have faith in my friends and in my colleagues that if I do the work and I keep persisting and I take breaks and chill chill out is the main thing just chill out okay everything's gonna be okay it's gonna be fine and that's a really really important skill to cultivate that's a very important practice practicing patience has been of the utmost importance i'm still learning it i'm still very impatient i don't like waiting for anything complete millennial american i want it now like right now so um yeah oh my gosh but i thank you to the universe for giving me signs that i'm on the right path i i had so much fun this year despite the anxiety i did so many different jobs that i never thought i would do i hosted weddings um one of the weddings was for this amazing trans woman who is a designer and just I got to see different parts of the world you know what I mean I got to do door-to-door sales in Atlanta Georgia with Kenji for like two weeks and got to go into people's homes and talk to people all day about different aspects of their lives I got to see a completely different side of the country um I've done voiceover gigs I got like an uber commercial that was ridiculous and then you know, hustling every day, auditioning, 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 like so much that I don't even post anything on Facebook anymore because I'm like, it's another day. This is what I'm supposed to do. Before it'd be like, I got an audition. And now it's like, yep, I'm auditioning because that's my job. And um, that's been really, really humbling and teaching me a lot of discipline and understanding this is the work. You got to do the work. Patience doesn't mean laziness. Patience doesn't mean you just sit on a throne and wait for things to come at you. Patience means you have trust and faith and you're chill in the during the process, but you don't stop that process. So for anybody out there, really, seriously, um, it's it, we're living in a society in a world of like immediate instant gratitude constantly. Just realize that things take time to grow and you got to do the work and you got to trust and chill out and all the things and cycle, rinse, repeat. 
Just go. It'll be okay. Patience is key. And also, um, now I'm going to leave it there. (laughs) And lastly, we have pain. And oh my gosh, this is, you know, hand in hand with the last part of patience. This year has been one of the most painful years of my life. And um, if you've listened to other episodes of the podcast, you know that I'm not a stranger to pain. I've gone through some pretty dark things, as many of us have. Um, But this year, I feel like I was really challenged to face a lot of things. I was challenged to address traumas and wounds that hadn't fully healed, learning how to let go, still working on that. I I really think that one of my fatal flaws, not fatal, that's very dramatic, but one of my biggest flaws is my inability to let go. And I don't feel like I'm, as in terms of anger, I'm not really holding grudges anymore. There's, you know, there's, there's a few people I really truly dislike. And every time I hear their name or think about them, it causes me some like a little... A little bit of rage, but in general, I think I'm very happy, but I obsess. Like I don't let a lot of mistakes that I made or people that I hurt, sometimes people that I hurt me and not necessarily anger, but just like sadness, feeling like that, like I haven't fully let things go. And this is all the way back to like, depends on what it is but even like elementary school you know what I mean it's hard it's hard to release a former version of yourself but that's I think what is required of people if you want to move on and be happy and be successful so understanding that pain going through it like really going through it kind of surrendering to it has been a very key part of this year and even to the part that I spoke about at the very beginning, which is my new relationship with Kenji, um, learning how to be really vulnerable and face a lot of ugliness about myself, like face it, accept it, deal with it, fix it, and then not wallow in beating myself up for it. It's been really hard and we're still dealing with it. I'm not trying to air our dirty laundry, Kenji. You're you're lovely, <laughs> but I'm fully acknowledging that I've been a participant of like why things have been hard. I resist a lot. I don't, I don't think anybody likes to face or fess up to the fact that they are part of the problem <laughs> or how awful they can be. But trust me when I say I've come face to face with it hardcore this year and um, definitely recognizing my faults and accepting responsibility for my mistakes has been incredibly painful um but shout out to that pain because working through that I do feel much lighter as I go it's you I am shedding a lot of like emotional weight I'm shedding a lot of blame and shame and guilt um and a lot of anger I think anger is honestly my biggest thing I gotta let go of but those are really important things to figure out I don't want to carry that with me it's honestly like I'm old and tired you know what I'm saying I don't want to carry that I'm not weaker I just want to travel light (laughs) it's it's not worth it it's not good to carry that and as I get older and I realize like you know I want to build a family and and build a company and do awesome things I don't want other people to suffer because of that either like really it breaks my heart to think that I would unload things on others simply because I didn't 
I wasn't mature enough to deal with it when I couldn't, when I could, you know, preemptively. It's forcing me to like not run away. So shout out to that pain. Um, and the pain of, honestly, this year's been really painful politically. It feels so weird to talk about that. But this year has, I think, like, really knocked everyone on their butts a bit. And this political climate, there, it's not something to just take lightly. Um, I think two years into this administration, we've seen that there are consequences to very flippant, irresponsible, hostile, and absolutely ridiculous, racist, misogynistic, greedy, corrupt behavior. And I cannot emphasize that enough because there are so many people that I know that want to do something and don't. And I think we're reaching, we have reached, I think we way past reach. We already reached the point of like, no, there's no sitting by and just scrolling through Instagram and thinking that it's all just going to take care of itself. It's not. And it's been really painful to live in a world where hope and respect seem to be disappearing. Um, Because that's what it feels like. You know, even if that's not factually true, there's a difference with people and how we process the world. It's not just about facts. It is about facts, but it's also about how we feel. What's the vibe? And my fellow millennials, I know you'll, I hope you feel me on this. It gets, it can, it, 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 it is a ripple effect. And that stuff we got to handle. We handle the vibe. That is under your control. How are you contributing or how are you taking away from that good vibe? We need it. And it is of the utmost importance for people to feel empowered, to feel like they matter, to feel like they're respected and valued and safe. Because right now, if anything, this year has been extremely painful to see how fearful everybody's become of each other, how hateful everybody, not everybody, a lot of people. On the flip side, it makes me very, very grateful to see how people who may not have moved or budged or felt like they had any sort of impact before have gotten up and they're speaking out and they're moving. I am extremely grateful for that. That is what I'm grateful to this pain of watching the world kind of burn a bit. And again, if you're listening to this outside of the U.S., please pray for us. We need it. Okay. I'm, I don't know if I'm a proud American. No, I'm a proud American. I know America's got so much, so much potential and so much integrity and so, so many great values, but I don't see them at play all the time right now. And that's why I'm calling out because we need prayer. We need support. I'm asking for help from our global brethren and sisters. But we, there's a whole lot of everybody that needs to step up. If you're a good person, I mean, there's that quote of the way that evil prospers is when good men or women do nothing. And so that's the change that I see happening. That's what I saw. So shout out to everybody who voted. Um, there were some monumental changes and shifts that happened. And that needs to continue. By no means is that a done deal. That was a win. And that's a, it's a... Uh, it's a win. Oh, it's a one battle, but it's not a one war. And I don't even like using that analogy, but I we really need to stay vigilant and we need to stay aware of what's at stake. And again, if you don't know what's going on and you've stayed outside of it, I definitely know I have friends who are like, I don't even want to, 
I don't even want to get involved. I don't even want to think about it because it's too much. I get it. I feel you. Also, tough noogies. I can't. I'm not going to let you just sit on the sideline anymore. If you're my friend and you give me that answer, I'm not going to have it. So just I'm putting that disclaimer out there. If you tell me that you are not going to get involved in any sort of political capacity, then I don't I don't know what to do with you, bro, because these votes and the way that we conduct ourselves, the way that we vote with our dollars and the way that we vote with our votes impacts everything. I am, you know, think of the children that exist. We need to make good decisions so that they don't grow up in a complete dumpster fire. You know, they need to have leaders who care about their education, who care about preventing corruption and greed from taking over everything. You know, there's a checks and balances that we, the people, have a right and a privilege to, and then there's people who don't exercise that. So I'm not telling anybody to lean one way or the other. I'm not going to hate on you um, for what party you represent. But if you are if you are abstaining, I have a bit of an issue with that. And there's a lot of pain and power that we have to undo the pain. There's a lot of things that we can do to help one another out. And if we don't have that in mind, the solution of love, of respect, of inclusion, of integrity, of fairness and honesty, um, if we don't act on those values to make sure that those values play out in real life, in infrastructure, in budgets, in leadership, then we all just need to give up. But I'm not giving up. So in summary, shout out to the ridiculousness of this political climate. Thank you for that pain. It has made me a very much more <laughs> committed civilian. And um, I, re- I researched more props than I ever had. But this is real. So thank you to that. And then um, lastly, one of the most recent pains that I've been dealing with is grieving the loss of my friend and um, dealing with with that particular kind of loss, which is having my friend having taken his life. And thank you to everybody who tuned into that episode where I reflected on that and... Um, also big hugs because since then I've learned of three or four, three other people, three other people, um, three men, three young men who took their lives in my friend circle. That terrifies me and absolutely shatters my heart. But it's a reminder, I don't know, not a but, and it's a reminder that we all have work to do and that we all have impact and that we need to really, again, I'm on the political climate as humans need to be there for each other. And I'm thankful for the lessons that I'm learning from this loss and from being there for other people dealing with theirs is that we have impact on each other to, um, to know that we can ripple effect in one another's lives and assist people with their sense of hope and um, direct them or give them nuggets of direction for their purpose or a resource. Um, it's really important. And it's given me a lot of perspective I, after dealing with so much of the anger and guilt of being someone who survives somebody who died of suicide. But to understand that a lot of things in this world 
are still worth fighting for. It's still worth getting up every day to enjoy and to appreciate and to pass on to others. And there's a lot of responsibility that we have. And um, I'm just grateful that I don't care about a lot of the BS that I did before. I'm glad that there's a lot of things that don't preoccupy me that frankly were not ever worthy of my brain space to begin with. Um, so that's what I'll take from from that pain is terrible things happen. Um, and we got to keep moving. Just keep just keep progressing. It's progress. It's not perfection. Um, and in totality and like going through the pain, I learned gratitude and I learned discipline and I learned um, humility and faith and love. So for all those things, I'm incredibly grateful. I'm so, so grateful. And what's next is to be seen. I have a lot of cool things in play. I need to think daily and remember that I have amazing things, you know, percolating. The seeds have many seeds have been planted. I'm excited to see what what comes out of comes out of tomorrow, comes out of next year. Part of me wants I'm like, can we just get to 2020 already? Um, no, but I think next year is going to be really exciting. It's a very important time. Again, I cannot emphasize this enough. And this is what I wanted to do with this podcast is to share my voice and share my opinions and bring in other voices and their stories. A reminder, and it's a reminder with a hug, okay? Hug, high five, but also like, I'm going to shake you if I need to. Do what you can. Think what you can, feel what you can, learn what you can, and then do. Do with the most love and the most the most um, compassion. And if that fi- like compassion comes out in fire, like I'm, I feel like I gotta protect people. Like Mama Bear <laughs> has been provoked a little bit, not a little bit, a lot of it in me. Um, but it's it's that's why I'm excited. It's I feel like I have a lot of fuel to write and to create and to take risks that I think I would have been not so ready for i think i'm i'm getting ready to be ready i'm pretty ready so we'll see what happens and i i'm wishing you all an incredibly gratitude filled holiday with people that you love people that you respect and appreciate and even the ones that challenge you i hope that you can find a way to make those challenges your friends we're all being sharpened and we're all growing so that we can in my opinion my belief is to do good is to make to solve problems and to be there for each other and uh, fight good fights. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Again, thank you so much to my listeners. Thank you to my friends for your support and for your care. Thank you for listening to me, letting me be vulnerable. Um, And thank you for just, yeah, allowing me to be in your, your space and presence. And giving me advice on how to build this podcast because I want to build it. So in conclusion, also thank you, Ariana Grande, for your song. Seriously, on repeat. I love it. And um, let's see. Did I skip anything? Oh, I didn't even like do any of my name dropping. Yeah, my script is in Sundance. (laughs) Find out pretty soon. So good vibes left for me, please. Um, 
got to oh shout out to crazy rich asians that was really really cool part of my year helping market and publicize that movie and to, oh it's just great working with warner brothers that was dope um yeah shout out to all my friends going through a hard time i really really truly love y'all I'm grateful for you. Thank you. And thank you to Marvin Yue, my audio engineer and producer. Thank you to Aquafina for letting me use her song, Yellow Ranger. If you like this podcast and feel like it could shed some light or provoke some thought, start a conversation, please share it with a friend. And um, be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review if you enjoyed it. And special thank you again for my Patreon patrons who help support me and literally keep the lights on and the electricity on so i can run this podcast i love you all so much and um i have new patrons and it was super fun i had my google hangout the other night and it was really really great meeting a new face uh shout out to blair and shout out to nikita long and george everybody who's a patron and supporting thank you to jiho and yuri and um yeah i'm so grateful but i get to see all these other dope people who are doing amazing things in the world and growing and now we were once strangers, we're friends. It's great. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at, at Minjeezy, M-I-N-J-E-E-Z-Y. And you can find, first of all, podcasts at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Radio Public, Spotify, and everywhere you find podcasts. And if you'd like to become a Patreon patron, please go to patreon.com slash first of all podcasts. And shout out to the Potluck Podcast Collective, which is a collective of Asian American storytellers. Y'all are the bomb. I love you. You inspire me. Keep creating out there, guys. Keep loving. Um, be thankful. This is an important time. Be thankful and go do good. All right. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Sick it, sick it.